1: Talk show. New One is now.
0: I'm melting. I know everybody is. Hope you're staying cool out there somehow, some way. Maybe we can offer a little relief. It's Nuanas Now, 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Maybe you're watching in statewide television, SWX Montana Television. Thanks so much for being with us here on a Monday. This is the most interesting time of year when you're a sports talk radio host or uh, providing any sort of sports-oriented content, as it were. Uh, Because, as we know, in western Montana and the state of Montana, so much of our sports calendar revolves around the academic year, um, particularly when it comes to college and the high school levels of sports. we got the NBA playoffs going right now, which is a good thing, but it's not that easy to figure out stuff to talk about this time of year. But we're going to keep on rolling. We're going to keep you entertained. Thanks so much for hanging out with us, spending time with us. If you're not listening on the radio or you're not watching on television – you can hit us up on all the variety of streaming platforms that we have. Go to our station website, 1029ESPN.com. Click on the Listen Live tab. There you will find the stream. If you want to watch on YouTube, that's been fun, watching the YouTube uh, subscribers and uh, viewers, as it were, build on up. So thanks so much for doing that. Thanks so much for being a part of our uh, a YouTube build. N-U-A-N-E-Z will get you there. It's a great place to stream the show. Great place to watch or listen to it. Great place to find it archived, all of the above. Tommy Evans, our producer, great job in terms of all the graphics and visual elements of that show. And there's something that the listeners should know. If you watch on TV or on the YouTube, you can watch Beads of Sweat roll down Coulter's face. (laughs) And it really adds to the texture of the show. That's exactly right. I know that... uh, this time of year, people are looking to get outside, looking to get outdoors. They have all their toys that they might need to transport around. Need a truck? Go to Northwest Motorsport. Northwest Motorsport has the largest inventory of trucks in the entire Pacific Northwest. You can find their entire inventory at nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. We have the beautiful new sign here. They are the studio sponsor of Nuana's Now, so we appreciate Northwest Motorsport for being a part of it. we got a lot to get to today off the top here. This is becoming a habit, and I love it. I love that it is becoming a habit. We're going to continue into football season when it's actually our uh, quote-unquote expertise, but this guy's an expert at the NBA as well. I mean, it's the sport that my brother and I like the most uh, mutually. We both are big NFL guys as well, but Brooks nuanas will join us off the top. He's been doing this each Monday. Appreciate him taking some time away from his uh, quote-unquote real life because he's a busy guy. He's got two young kids. He's running around the city of Bozeman and all of Southwest Montana. Uh, he does wine and beer sales, so uh, pretty good industry to be in right now. It was a pretty tough industry to be in the last 18 months, A pretty good ind- industry to be in right now. Uh, his territory from Bozeman all the way down through uh, Yellowstone National Park. So he is cranking, he is rolling, but he's been kind enough for about a month and a half now to swing by on Mondays and give us some good insight when it comes to all things sports, but specifically we've been talking about the NBA lately because that's something that uh, we both have been watching. I know that uh, his two young sons, particularly his older son, super into the NBA. Also, we have been uh, moving our senior spotlight sort of around because we have so many great seniors. This is usually a a 12-subject 16-part series, a 16-week series. Usually, usually we hire 12, uh, we highlight 12 kids over the span of 16 weeks, the best seniors in the state of Montana. There's so many this year, I'm kind of just doubling it up. And so if you're Palmer's Drug or, or McElmurray Homes, congratulations, you hit the jackpot. You're gonna get more exposure than ever before for sponsoring this, but Grace Denman, Missoula Big Sky, uh, product. She's going to join us here about 4.30 for our latest Senior Spotlight. She was a three-sport athlete for the Eagles. She is going to the University of Montana run track. also going to talk a little bit about Nico Harrison. If you haven't been around Montana long, you might not know Nico Harrison. He was the best player on the 1996 uh, Bobcat. I should say best player. There's a lot of good players on that team. It was, a, it was a great team. But the last Montana State team to go to the NCAA tournament was led by Nico Harrison. He was their captain. He was a first-team All-Big Sky player. And, uh, recently named the general manager of the Dallas Mavericks. So this is very cool. So we're going to get a little bit more of the details of that. Plus a couple other pieces of big sky conference basketball news. Second hour. I was at the Montana football hall of fame over the weekend. I was running the media room and facilitating all the interviews. That's my, one of my main uh, roles as someone on the board of directors. And, uh, so I didn't get that much time. I was. I was. It's kind of like herding cats. I hate using cliches like that, but uh, I, it, there was a lot of media there. Which was first and foremost thanks to all the media from around Montana who came. It was great to have that exposure. What a great group of guys. What a great class of guys. So it was very exciting to have all that. But I was only able to grab a couple guys early. So we have sound from Brent Musburger, the legendary broadcaster who hails from Billings, Montana, now makes his home in Hamilton. Uh, He's been most famously probably the voice of the Raiders for years and years and years. But he's also called multiple national-level sporting events. And I also got uh, some great stories from Travis Lulay, former Montana State Bobcat. But we'll go over the whole ceremony as it was uh, in the second hour. And we're going to do something we don't really do that often around here, but I think this is important because I think that it is a a great storyline. Last week on the ESPN Roundtable, we were joined by the three newest Lady Grizz women's basketball assistants, Nate Harris, Jordan Sullivan, and Jocelyn Tinkle. Nate, a native of Ronan, Montana, formerly a Montana State assistant, comes to Montana from uh, Angelo State, a Division II school in Texas, and I know he's happy to be home. Jordan Sullivan retained uh, from Shannon Schwain and Mike Petrino's staffs. uh, The niece of Robin Selvig, a former great Lady Grizz player as well. She's still on the staff. And then Jocelyn Tinkle, a Missoula Big Sky alum, a former two-time Montana Gatorade Player of the Year, and the official newest member of the staff. I had an ESPN roundtable with them last week, and uh, I think that it's just a really good interview. There's no real timeliness to it. It's just a very Montana story, and all three of these people have very Montana- desires to be back within this program so we're going to play that for you one more time we hardly ever replay the interviews but when they're really really good and not timely and very entertaining we will do that and then we're also going to give you an update on the olympic trials as well a bunch of montanans uh native montanans or people with montana roots competing in the olympic uh track and field trials in eugene oregon over the last week and a half or so it's Nuana's now 1029 espn missoula statewide television, SWX Montana TV. I never even told you who I am. I'm Coulter Nuanas Thanks so much for tuning in. You want to be a part of this show? You want to call us? You want to text us? Do it. 406-888-1029. That's 406-888-1029. All guests join us through the Rangers Brothers RV phone line, and that's where we go right now to welcome in Brooks Nuanas. He's been kind enough to join us pretty darn frequently, about once a week here for the last couple months, and uh, I know he's a busy guy, so I, we always appreciate the time, but Brooks, first and foremost, I know it's not quite as hot in southwest Montana as it is here in western Montana, but how you doing? How you staying cool?
1: Oh, Coco, the drip is real cold It's hot, man. It's, <laughs> it's hot everywhere. I, I'm a pants guy. I've told you that. I don't wear shorts on the professional circuit. you got to hash this pants out for guy, people. This guy has never actually worn this pants to work.
0: This is, this is a real thing. You've never worn shorts to work, right? Your professional job, never worn shorts to work? Ne-
1: never worn shorts to work.
0: That's amazing. Hey man, it's uh, our dad the a hard rock underground miner, and I figure you know if he can put on a hard hat every day, I can put on pants. You know that's true. It is very true. Brooks is just—it's an impressive. We we actually talk about it quite a bit while we because we both have a sales element to my our jobs. Mine uh, much less uh, elongated as Brooks's, uh, but we are driving around from time to time, and we usually try to get on the phone once a day, rehash what's going on in our worlds, in the world of sports, and all that. But the getting in and out of the car is something spectacular. And you are going and seeing dozens of clients every day. So it does take a real strategy to try to mitigate the drip, as you say.
1: Black car, black leather. I think we're both rocking that, too. So we're not necessarily the <laughs> smartest on that choice. But uh, we're going to survive, man. It's fun because Montana seasonality matches all of our attitudes. It matches the seasonality of sports. It matches the seasonality of, of love and life and I happen to enjoy the challenge of a sweaty day in Montana.
0: Tommy wears shorts to work all the time. T- Tommy's rocking. He's got the short sleeve on. He's got the short shorts on. He's-
1: I've only very recently bought shorts. <laughs> this is, I have, I have, I'm going to wrap myself out here. i got one pair, and I throw it in the washer each night and dry them in the morning. And I, I mean, what am I supposed to do, gallivant around this place in <laughs> jeans? Brooks, I don't know how you do it. It's it's uh it's like our old well, man used Well, an say, office job is different. An office job is different, and I'll, I'll let you slide there. You know, I just uh, I try to put on pants as a part of my commitment to the profession. Well,
0: like our old man used to say, this will make you feel good, Tommy. You only need two pairs of pants, one to wear and one to wash. <laughs> <laughs> screw screw these ten pairs of pants. Just Nobody notices anyways. Just wear one pair uh, when, when the other one's dirty. Brooks, do joining want us on the Rangers Brothers RV phone line? Um, before we get to the NBA playoffs, Brooks, we have been exchanging videos on the uh, United States Olympic track and field trials. And this thing is going off. If you haven't been watching it too bad, because you already missed it, it's over as of yesterday. But it was 14 days of epic athletic achievement and athletic performance. Multiple United States records fell. Three world records fell. Uh, I went over the shot put last week, which was unbelievable. The first time the shot put record has fallen in some 31 years, and it was broken by more than a meter, which is a monster throw to break the record. But we've seen a couple more world records fall, including last night, Sydney McLaughlin, who was the uh, reigning, I think she was the National Gatorade Athlete of the Year, female-wise. She was on the cover of Sports Illustrated, regardless of what the actual parameters of the national award was, uh, a year, a little bit more than a year ago. But what an outstanding athlete she is. But in the 400-meter hurdles, she ran 51.2 seconds. To put that in perspective, that would be one of the top 25 men's times in the world this year. And this is a woman that is just annihilated the record. We've also seen multiple different sprinters that are flirting with both the 1- and 200-meter records. And across the board, the marks, and this is just to make the United States Olympic team. This is not even at the Olympics yet, so not the highest level of world competition. Certainly a high level of competition to be sure, but not the highest level of world competition. But this has been, I mean, it's been jaw-dropping. And I think it's one of the great displays of how awesome Twitter can be because these races are no more than two minutes, but usually more like, 45 seconds to a minute, so it's perfect Twitter content as well. And so I know you've been following this as well. Is there anything you put your finger on as to why this is happening, all of these outstanding marks? I have theories, but I want to know what your thoughts are.
1: Well, you know, I think some rest and recovery as well as training periods without a lot of competition in the last year is part of it. But also track is a a sport based on juice, man. It's all based on, you know, that adrenaline meeting the right physical state um, the right mental state. I think that more than anything, if you're up for a track event uh, and you' in your body's right, it's the time to put up a good a, a good a good mark. and I think that that's what's been happening across the board. Some really impressive performances, man. I, I just I can't tell you how much I love track culture. You know that. But as you mentioned with the Twitter samples as well, it's such a burst sport where you can just you can experience it in anywhere between thirty seconds to three minutes, and it's such fun little flash in the pan. Um, of amazing athletic feats. So I've enjoyed the heck out of it.
0: No doubt. And that's that's exactly it. That's my whole theory as to why these track times have been so good because we've seen this across the board. When I was in Ogden, Utah, for the Big Sky Conference Track and Field Outdoor Championships, it was amazing. I I think seven, maybe even eight stadium records at Stewart Stadium uh, on Weber State's campus fell. We saw, I think, three, maybe four uh, all-time Big Sky Conference meet records fall. And I think it is. It's a combination of, uh, I think, three things. One, one thing that I don't think that uh, the common public realizes is that not, not not the severity of injury, but the prevalence of injury is probably at its highest in track and field because you're going to have soft tissue injuries almost always because you're training year-round at a high level, always looking for your peak. At the collegiate and uh, professional levels, You have both an indoor and an outdoor season. So this thing lasts for more than half a year. And if you're a distance runner, you're talking about cross country and stuff as well. Then you get in the summer circuit, like a great many of these Montanans that are still in college or recently out of college are in. And that's like another outdoor season. So there's a lot of wear and tear on your body. But the the pandemic, ironically, was good for these athletes because they got a chance to rest up. And they didn't have – Duncan Hamilton, the outstanding distance runner for Montana State – He told me he's always struggled with getting sick in the winter in Bozeman. He always gets a cold or the flu. Well, ironically, because he was wearing a mask all the time and not going in public and only hanging out with the people he's hanging out with, he didn't get sick. It accelerated his training. It's the same thing with all these other athletes. You don't have that nagging hamstring injury. You have a chance to get over it. But the other thing is the fact they haven't competed gave them extra time to train, but then thirdly gave them the greatest spotlight to go out and perform. And so you have this chance to truly hone your training into peak while you're healthy, but then you also have had a lot of pent-up energy as well, and I think all of that caters to all these phenomenal times. But uh, I know I keep banging the drum. I know I maybe sound like I'm beating a dead horse, but if you aren't into track, if you like sports, if you like any sort of visual sports, I'm telling you it is one of the great visual elements of sport that you can find. It's so great for the quick-hitting nature of it, the fact that you can watch it mobilely on your phone, on your iPad, or within the scope of uh, on television or, or whatever, streaming it, all of that. It's also a quick hitting. You get through it. I mean, if you're watching a couple hours worth of it, you're going to see dozens of events. So it's it's super fun, and I can't wait for the Olympics. Uh, when I was on my road trip recently to the Montana Football Hall of Fame, our good buddy, friend of this show, and a great contributor here at, at ESPN Missoula, Sean Rainey, we were talking about what ticket would you – you know, if, you, if, if, if money wasn't an object, if you had a, a million dollars to spend on any sporting event to go to whoever you wanted with, what would you go to? And obviously, you know, the Super Bowl, Game 7 of the NBA Finals, Game 7 of the Stanley Cup, all those would be great. But I told Rainey, give me a ticket to the, the weekend night where the men's 100-meter finals. Like, if you could turn back time and I could go to the, the Saturday night of the 2008 Olympics in Beijing, China... And watch Usain Bolt break the 100-meter record in front of 150,000 people in a stadium. That is my number one. That is my
1: number one spectator sport that I wish I could see. I love it. Sign me up for that, too. I think the three-day pass, man. As you say, track is, is so darn cool. So many body types, so much different different styles of events. And when you talk about track and field, field has some objects and some tools in it. But track, man, we're we're running bodies. So people. Everyone can walk. Everyone can run. Uh, you can actually somehow feel like they're attainable. Though You and I always say, and it's pretty popular on the Internet, that we hoped uh, during the Olympics that they would show before each event one normal person do the event. So we we'll watch someone run a 400. That's, that's right. Just me in my pants right now. Just me right now, get out of my car, run a 400. <laughs>
2: Everyone
1: gets a laugh at it. And then we watch the, the professionals do it, and you would really see how actually amazing they're superheroes they're absolutely some of the most dominant athletes
0: in the world that's the thing man you talk about the like these guys that are super fast i'm not gonna name names but there's guys that are super fast that play football for both montana montana state that were great track athletes in high school if you line these guys up in the uh some of these races with some of the elite women in the world these guys are getting dominated like they're they're not even they're they're dead last that's how fast these heats are (laughs) it's it's unbelievable to watch brooks and from SkylineSportsMT.com, as well as my brother and uh, best friend in the world, joining us here on Nuana is now, 102.9 ESPN Missoula. We're broadcasting to you live from the Northwest Motorsport Studio. Go check out Northwest Motorsport here in Missoula, corner of Stevens and Mount. They have the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Northwest United States. You want to check it out online, nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. All right, Brooks, let's talk NBA I hate when this happens, when I'm hanging out with old buddies. By the way, our old buddy Paul Morris is in town, and uh, we were watching the Bucks game. He hails from Milwaukee, but we, he grew up with us here in Missoula. And so we were watching the Bucs game last night, and I was giving him all my takes, all my analysis on the on the Bucks, which was great, fun to watch it with a, a true fan. But I was saying that I didn't think Chris Middleton was good enough to be the number two player on a championship team behind Giannis Antetokounmpo. Well... Chris Middleton must have been listening because Chris Middleton went off last night. He was not only uh, prolific, but he was also very clutch. He made all the shots the Bucks needed him to make down the stretch. That combined with Trey Young's phantom uh, ankle roll while stepping on the foot of an official caused the series to go in favor of the Bucs, and now all of a sudden Milwaukee is up 2-1. to one. It has not been pretty so far, but they have rallied for two wins in a row and now have the advantage again in the Eastern Conference Finals over the Atlanta Hawks first and foremost though, uh, Chris Milton sil- silencing a lot of doubters last night uh in the Eastern Conference Finals the first of the of two games in Atlanta.
1: Yeah, I I would have agreed with you. I don't think it's necessarily the wrong take. I mean, his progression as a player, he said it, you know, in the press conference last night, of uh, how much he's been doubted in his career. But he's a second round draft pick and for those who don't know There's very, very, very few second-round draft picks to ever make it in the league, let alone be stars. We talked a little bit about Nikola Jokic from the Nuggets being the first second-round draft pick to ever win the title or ever win the MVP after Willis Reed, who's an all-time NBA great. So second-round draft picks usually don't pan out. So your take on Chris Middleton maybe not being a high enough or elite enough star to be the second-best player on a title team I think is correct, but last night he really started to show... So of, of the growth that he has as a player, he was dominant. He found his spots. He got to some of his favorite spots over and over again, and he was pouring it in, man. I mean, he is a great shot maker, but also he's proven to be a, a not only a, a a good defensive player, but a borderline great defensive player, especially when he has the right matchup. He's a two way player with tremendous length. Um, I think that he really he put the Bucks into the next stratosphere as far as who I think are the favorites, especially in the East. Let alone, I think that now they are the front runners. Especially with the health they have, a little bit banged up on the bench, with Chris Middleton's performance last night, you could see a, a, a clear path for the Bucks to get to the title and, and and go ahead and win that thing.
0: If that is to happen, because I think that, uh, and I don't really, I, well, I, I do sort of know why. I, so I guess my first question is this: The Milwaukee Bucks have had one of the three best records in the NBA for three years in a row. Giannis Sanchez to Cupo won uh, back-to-back MVPs and was, I think, third in the voting this year. What well, was right there? Objectively, one of the best and perhaps the highest effort of the, among the best players in the NBA. Yet, and, and the Bucks made um, some, some, I think, what most pundits would call necessary roster changes in the offseason to um, objectively upgrade their roster. Yet, I feel like there's this lingering thought about the Bucks. Sort of being a not even a dark horse, but not a real threat to win the NBA championship, even though we are sitting here in a conference finals with teams like the Clippers and the Suns that have never won NBA championships, and teams like the Bucks and the Hawks, who it's been at least 50 and in some cases 70 years since they won a championship. Why do you think there's so much doubt surrounding the Bucks, despite the fact that objectively, given all the factors that we think about NBA championship favorites, they are the favorite?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's, I, I agree, we understand the premise of the question. I agree that there's probably still a, a, a touch of doubt, even though after last night, I think that it's probably a little, little bit close, that, that doubt has been closed a touch. Here's what I'd say about it: Is Giannis Antetokounmpo is arguably the best player in the world. He is, he's easily a top five player. When you go Kevin Durant and Giannis and LeBron and Kawhi and insert whoever you'd like to put in at, at the fifth spot there. Giannis Antetokounmpo is not the best player in the world, though, because he has airballed multiple free throws in multiple playoff uh, per- performances. A guy right now that's shooting just above 50% from the free throw line. A guy that not only can you hack a shack, you can absolutely remove him from so many portions of the game. Last night, he was so good. The Bucks were so good. Chris Milton had so much space to operate because Giannis just attacked the rim. So, a- around the rim, I've said this before, and you and I have talked about this. I think that he's, his comp is so much better as a big guy. His comp is Shaq. His comp is like a more aggressive David Robinson. Sure. His, his comp isn't isn't Kevin Durant. It's Kevin so Garnett. It's like Kevin David, Garnett if, you, if, Kevin, if Kevin Garnett handled the ball, right? Sure. I mean, but Kevin Garnett's a, a much better shooter, especially from from 18 feet now. I mean, Kevin Garnett's one of the most pure 18-foot jump shots in NBA history, let alone size. Uh so that is the portion of why that there's always this little bit of a shadow of a doubt because Giannis has never done it, so it's not a given. And every time that he comes to these moments, he he has to find himself in these playoff moments for them to for that shadow of a doubt to be removed.
0: That's exactly right. It's all about rising to the occasion. That and just to double down on what we were talking about with track. That's why track's the greatest sport in the world, in my opinion, in terms of just the cut and dry nature. It doesn't take the teamwork. And the coalescence and the brotherhood that football takes doesn't take the chemistry or the artistry or the creativeness or the improvisation that basketball takes. But you absolutely have to perform your best when your best is needed. And that comes full circle then to about the NBA because you cannot and will not be anointed no matter how talented you are, no matter how hard you play. I mean, Giannis Antetokounmpo is one of the great stories in the history of the NBA, in terms of his ability to transform his body, transform his game, go from diamond in the rough to true MVP. I mean, it's one of the great stories ever in professional sports, yet he will not be anointed until he makes it happen on the highest level. And I think that's the one thing that does take away from him is you are scared in a big game to have the ball in his hands exclusively because of his uh, his deficiencies at the free throw line. Brooks Nuana is joining me here on Nuanas now. 102.9 ESPN Missoula broadcasting to you live from the Northwest Motorsports Studio. I'm through Nuana's. We do this every day here from 4 to 6 p.m. on both ESPN Missoula as well as statewide television, SWX Montana TV. Text from one of our loyal listeners and a good friend of mine, Brian Salonen, who I spent the weekend with. He said, I got to go to the 2004 Olympic track and field trials in Sacramento. He had a coaching credential, so he could go anywhere in the facilities. And in the back area, that's where they warm up. He said, I was so exhausted watching their warm ups for a great athlete. That would be a week's worth of warm ups. I had such a blast, and I couldn't believe my eyes with how hard they worked. So, uh, BS, thanks so much for texting that in, but it's so, so, so true. Brooks, uh, changing gears on you. Then uh, the Bucks now in control of that series of the Eastern Conference Finals. They're up two to one. Uh, one last question on that series before we move on to the uh, the Phoenix Suns series. But Trey Young last night was cooking. He was keeping the Hawks in it. It was a back and forth battle. It was a great game. And then he takes a step back and accidentally, accidentally excuse me, steps on the foot of one of the officials and rolls his ankle. And then he's out of the game for the rest of the game. And now he's questionable for the upcoming game. Trey Young, at the same time, has taken the NBA by storm over these last uh, weeks. He has been, I would argue, the breakout star of these playoffs. I think people knew that he had this uh, meteoric potential, but he has been uh, a truly transcendent talent, and he's had 40-plus points and 10-plus assists in multiple games, including in a Game 7 to get the the Hawks to this point in the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, He's so easy to like because of his style and his bravado, He's also so easy to dislike because of his, uh, his antics, his whining, his drama. So where are we at with Trey Young in terms of balancing what is a burgeoning star? Because he does have all the ingredients to be one of the next great superstars in the league. But then you have moments like last night where uh, maybe he, he takes a step back in the eyes of some, at least the uh, scrutinizing public, uh, both for his whining pre-injury and then the fact that he did roll his ankle and uh, was not able to come back in the game.
1: Yeah, it was a tough ankle roll, too. It was really awkward. I thought it was more, you know, we talk about ankle rolls. I thought that there's, like, three ways to you can hurt it. You can hurt the top of your foot. You can hurt the ball of your ankle. But you can have the high ankle sprain, which is actually a leg injury where the, the, the ligaments between the tibia and the fibia and the lower leg bones actually separate or tear. Um, so this, I thought, was the lowest version of it where you kind of almost roll your foot, and it's a really terrible injury. I know you and I have both done it. It's a, it's different than ankle rolls. It's almost more Painful in a different way, uh, so that was really tough, and that's just the story of these NBA playoffs. People getting hurt—it's um, really too bad because Trey Young has had such a good run. And I think that you know we'll see what these next—he'll play the rest of the series. Absolutely, we'll see how how effective he is. You mentioned some of those big scoring outputs. He's the only player in NBA history to have thirty points and ten assists in ten straight playoff games. I mean, the only player in NBA history—it's a really impressive run for a guy who's had his had his his turns on the court, especially in. in, in in the beginning of his career, getting traded for Luka Doncic and then early not being quite as good and not being able to hold his team up where Luka's carrying an undermanned team uh, to the playoffs. And now Trey has his turn, a pretty good team around him as well. So I am all in on Trey Young. I love his style. I, I love what he brings to the game. He's one of those small guys, too, that I think a lot of people can resonate with. Um, he's kind of a new-age Steph Curry in a lot of ways with even more, more in his bag as far as his, his stuff attacking the rim and his floater game, his, his pick-and-roll game is so darn impressive. So I can get past the whining. None of that stuff really bothers me. It doesn't take away from the game. Everyone complains about KD and LeBron and the flailing and the flopping and the whining, and none of it really bothers me. Um, I wish that sometimes it wasn't a part of it, but the fact that it is, I get it. These guys get paid a whole lot of money win games and uh everyone's the enemy unless you're on on that team so i get why it happens and, and i'm all in on trey young man i hope he's okay for this i hope it goes to seven uh the bucks have a lot of momentum right now
0: nuana is now brooks nuan is joining us on the records brothers rv phone line upcoming grace denman from missoula big sky will join us check she actually just walked in the studio so that's coming up here in about oh five to ten minutes uh we also have uh ESPN Roundtable replay, Jocelyn Tinkle, Nate Harris, and Jordan Sullivan, plus Brent Musburger, Travis Lulee. we got all sorts of guests coming up for you. But, Brooks, it's important to understand, too, though, when it comes to the NBA, that showmanship and playing up the storylines and adding a little drama to the performance is a part of it. It's why the superstars are the biggest superstars that exist in pro sports. The only guys that are bigger superstars than the quarterbacks in the NFL or the NBA guys. And it's part of it is because of the performance and the drama. So if people don't like it, I guess, you know, swallow your pride a little bit because it's certainly a part of it. The other series we got to talk about is the, obviously the only other series going in the NBA playoffs. It's the Western Conference Finals. The Phoenix Suns, I thought the lead in the athletic story was so good. To call game for a rock fight would be an insult to a rock fight. (laughs) It was an absolute grind. If you took the over, if you're a sports better and you took the over, yikes, it was nowhere near in the mix for uh, an over bet. Uh, A game in the 70s that was like a full throwback to uh, the mid-90s when the NBA used to be such a slugfest style grind. And uh, that said, though, the Suns got it done in a different way than they've been getting it done almost all year long. And the catalyst, the linchpin, the centerpiece, was DeAndre Ayton. Ayton was dominant defensively. Uh, I think he had 19 points, but it was his 23 rebounds, including his five offensive rebounds, and it was his four-block shots, I think three of which came in the fourth quarter, that absolutely set the tone for the Phoenix Suns. And now here we are. Phoenix is knocking on the door of the NBA Finals. They're up 3-1 over the Los Angeles Clippers coming into tonight's game. And if they close this thing out, They're going to be in the NBA Finals for the first time since Charles Barkley was getting set to take on Michael Jordan way back in 1993, uh, so almost 30 years ago. Uh, Your take on the Phoenix Suns, because I think that they, more than any other team in this playoffs, not only have affirmed their spot as a true championship contender, but have also shown that they can win in a variety of fashions.
1: Yeah, they've played well, man. They're a really complete team, especially. They've had a couple injuries, too. The campaign injury was tough because he was a guy that kind of came out of nowhere. When you get extra from, like, your fifth or sixth guy, that's when you really can take a next step. The Suns have done that kind of throughout the year. I thought they'd been one of the better teams throughout the entire NBA season. This last game was uh, the Suns' winning score of 84 points was the lowest winning score in the NBA game this season. I don't think that should come as a surprise, when teams are averaging upwards of 110 points, um, 115 points per possession, the highest in NBA history this year. Uh, Very interesting scoring, dynamic league right now. And and as you mentioned, the Suns got it done in a completely different way. The rise of DeAndre is real, and and it's here. And he's one of the more talented big men, um, prospect-wise, that we've seen in a long time. And I still kind of consider him, not a prospect, but uh, not necessarily a project, but still an upstart, a guy that... Very few guys have had the touch that he has around the rim. He had a play where he got downhill from the free-throw line, went left to the elbow, got downhill on someone, and turned over this finger roll that people just don't have. I mean, KD and LeBron, but not big guys like like Ayton. His rebounding prowess, his physicality, not necessarily the, the, the biggest guy, but he's so wiry, and, and his frame is just gorgeous. It just looks like he's been built to play basketball. Um, his rise is really kind of the catalyst for what's going on there. I can't really say how understated I think Devin Booker's broken nose is. They don't talk about it a lot on TV True. when it happened. Like no one said, "Wow, look at him! He's coming back from." Look at that shot he took, and he's already back on the fourth. Like he broke his nose in half. Yes, he did. I mean that cut and the angle and the. It's one thing to break your nose from an elbow, but it's different when you get head butted. I mean, exactly the style of break. I mean, gosh dang, and what it's like to break your nose. People think you know your face will hurt. Well, think about running and the pounding of hardwood on your nose. And trying to breathe when you're running as much as these an guys NBA do. game. Exactly. So poor Devin Booker. I don't think he's getting enough credit for even just being out there. And then of course Pat Beverly just keeps getting up in his shorts, and everyone thinks that Pat Beverly's having such good defense. And you know Devin Booker's playing on you know. Uh, one leg here, more or less I mean, it's a tough injury, so the fact that they're still getting through it, the fact that they're in the control of the series the fact that Chris Paul is one game away from making the NBA Finals, which is what we've talked about extensively, securing that legacy that is one of the greatest point guard legacies in NBA history, certainly of his generation, what a big opportunity for the Suns, and I think as a team they've really put a lot of work in to get to this point and Monty Williams has done such a good job so Suns have it in control and it looks like we kind of see what the NBA Finals might look like
0: it will be a uh, a lucrative thing for the sports bettors out there that pick the Suns and the Bucks. Yourself, myself included, uh, if that is to occur. But we still have some games left. Brooks, appreciate the time as always, man. You're the best in the biz, and uh, we'll catch up with you pretty darn soon. But in the meantime, enjoy the 4th of July with your family, and uh, we'll be catching up with you soon, but be well. Be well.
1: Thanks for having me, man
0: is now, 102.9 ESPN Missoula, SWX Montana Television. Time now for our senior spotlight, Grace Denman, a three-sport athlete from Missoula Big Sky, who is on her way to run track and field at the University of Montana, will join us next. Keep it right here, 102.9 ESPN Missoula, as well as SWX Montana Television.
2: After a long couple of months, it's finally feeling like we're getting back to business as usual. But it's not the usual at all. At Missoula's Wingate, we are, as always, committed to giving you a relaxing stay at a great value. But we're also balancing the new guidelines like maximum pool occupancies and increased disinfecting to protect your health with a never-ending pledge to make you feel at home when you're not. If you find yourself on the road in the Missoula area, please consider staying with us at Missoula's Wingate.
0: Happy Monday. Hope you're staying cool. I don't know how we are. We were exiting the studio because it is hot in here. I know Tommy's trying his best, but it's still uh, smoking hot. Thanks so much for joining us. It's Nuanas Now, 102.9 ESPN Missoula, Statewide Television, SWX Montana TV. If you want to find us anywhere besides the traditional radio or the traditional television, go to 102.9 ESPN.com, click on the Listen Live tab, you want to get involved in the show? It's easy, 888-1029. That's 406-888-1029. I'll guest join us via the Rangish Brothers RV phone line. We've had a little bit of a moving target here because I've been trying to highlight as many as I possibly can. We always do our Senior Spotlight Series each and every summer, highlighting some of the best both male and female athletes from across the state of Montana. It just so happens that there's a dozen just in the city of Missoula here that are outstanding athletes and we like to have them on just because they it's easiest for them to have the visual element of this show uh, but we will continue to highlight great athletes from around the state of Montana uh, we usually do 12 but I think we're going to do more like 20 this year because there was just so many outstanding seniors from all over the place we're joined now by Grace Denman a now graduated senior from Missoula Big Sky the senior spotlight presented in part by Palmer's Drug What do Missoulians do best? They support their local stores. What does Palmer's and Lolo Drug do best? They provide the best in local pharmacy for our community. Palmer's Drug and Lolo Drug are the alternative to big box chain pharmacies. Expect short wait times, free medication, shipping, and friendly service. Palmer's Drug is located at 918 Southwest Higgins. And Lolo Drug is located right off of Highway 93. Palmer's Drug, and Lolo Drug, come discover what local pharmacy can do for you. Grace, thanks so much for making some time. How are you doing?
2: I'm good. How are you doing?
0: Very good. Thank you so much for asking. Uh, the second straight senior spotlight subject that also shares my alma mater, Colter Caro, was in here last week. So uh, I'm a Missoula Big Sky guy. It gives me great pride to see the Eagles doing well. So Grace was a three-sport athlete at Missoula Big Sky. So let's just start at the beginning. Take us through your senior soccer season. You were a goalie, right? Yes, I was. So, how does somebody go about becoming a goalie?
2: Um, I started in when I was in the fourth grade, I believe. When I, um, for most of my elementary school deal, we lived over in Washington. Okay. And they do really competitive soccer there, starting at a young age. So, I started my competitive soccer at around third grade. And then I. My, our coach at one of our tournaments was like, hey, who wants to be goalie? And I was like, I'll try it out. And then here we are, eight, nine years later.
0: I asked Claire Howard this, who's the outstanding goalie for the uh, University of Montana soccer team. Uh, she was actually the Big Sky Conference Goalie of the Year this year. But how do you go about training to be a goalie? Because uh, being tall or you know good reactions is one thing, but you, there's all sorts of weird movements that you have to make that are sort of different than maybe any other... Sport. I mean, it's not really any cross training for being a goalie in soccer, right?
2: Yeah. Um. I have a specific goalie coach. His name is Winter Saner. He's been working with me since I was in the fifth or sixth grade. Um. He he's the best. He knows what he's talking about. He really helped me um become the the great athlete that I that I was. (laughs) During soccer, um, we would work outside of our regular practices, and then he would take in some of the um, some of the freshman and sophomore goalies as well, and we would do stuff on the side with them too. So it was it was really fun.
0: Did you monitor the the UM soccer team much this year?
2: Um, I did a little bit. Yeah, we went to a few games. So.
0: That's an interesting fold, right? Having someone in your community that's an elite goalkeeper. So were you ever watching Claire Howard and sort of taking mental notes?
2: I was a little bit, yeah. You could tell um, when we went to her games that she was really like top tier, next level. Kind
0: of athlete. So. Yeah, I mean, she, she's one of the best in the region. She was, in fact, a first-team all-region selection. So, uh, certainly one of the best goalies to come through both the University of Montana and the Big Sky Conference. In general, Grace Demon joining us from Missoula Big Sky. It's part of our Senior Spotlight series. Senior Spotlight presented in part by McElmurray Homes. Blaine McElmurray and McElmurray Homes, they've used the values of hard work learned as small-town Montana guys. With their work in McElmurray Homes, Missoula's highest-quality Custom Residential Real Estate Company. Since 2003, McElmurray Homes has helped contract and subcontract some of the Garden City's finest homes. McElmurray Homes is committed to offering quality custom service, quality products, and the best prices throughout any project. And McElmurray Homes is also a proud sponsor of athletes all around the great state of Montana. Let's talk about basketball then. Big Sky has had uh, a hard time in basketball, breaking through these last couple years, but... When I was a uh, sophomore and junior at Big Sky, we went to the state tournament both years, and my senior year, uh, we weren't any good. But I think about it now here 15 years later, and it was certainly one of the most impactful things that I went through in a positive fashion because I think that part of sports is learning how to fight through adversity. You learn that... No matter how hard you work, sometimes it just doesn't go your way. But that's a good thing when it comes to building your character. So um, I know that probably frustrating a little bit to not have all the wins you wanted. But you probably learned some good lessons during your time playing Mm -hmm. uh, Hoops of Big Sky.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it was definitely an interesting experience. Um, Just going through so many coaches as well. Because our coaching staff was always changing. Yep. But... um, this last year was, I would say it was my, I felt it was the best year for the basketball feel because um, Jordan Featherman really, he really changed the whole atmosphere for us. And he got us um, out of that like, oh, we're gonna not win every game. But he was like, oh, it's okay. Just keep moving forward, keep building on your skills and what you have. And then we ended up breaking our 40-game winning streak on our senior night. So that was pretty cool. Uh,
0: how about that moment, though, to, to break the losing streak that has lasted for more than a year on your last home game? I mean, that must have been a pretty special moment.
2: Yeah, it was pretty cool. Before the game, uh, Coach Featherman was saying... He was certain that we were going to win, and he was saying, "Okay, when we're when after this game, when we win, he was I like the fact that he said when we win and not if we win, because he he just felt it in his heart that we were going to win that. Um, He was saying we're gonna we're gonna break it down, we're gonna put the speaker, we're gonna turn the music up on the speakers, and we're just gonna dance it out and we won and then that's exactly what we did afterwards so it was really
0: cool senior spotlight presented in part by palmer's drug of missoula as well as mackle murray holmes chris Demon joining us she's a recently graduated missoula big sky senior three sport athlete over there at missoula big sky now we get to the sport that you're probably excelled at the most track and field so first and foremost before we talk about just uh, sort of the end of your high school track career grace by the way going to the university of montana to run track next year wh- I love track. I was a football, basketball, baseball guy in high school, but my brother was a big track guy, and I've always loved track. I've been totally geeking out on the U.S. Track and Field Trials these last fourteen days. It's just been so cool to watch all the world records that are being uh, that are getting broken, all of it. But what for you do you love about track and field?
2: Um, I love that it's um, both an individual and a team sport. Certainly, like you have to hold your own and if you don't do good you can't really blame it on somebody else but you also have that tight-knit team family kind of experience that goes along with it that really helps you during your events and really gets your gets your blood pumping and it's just it's best of both worlds
0: did you look up to anybody in track growing up any idols or heroes
2: um i did my the first like big track person that I looked up to was actually my middle school track coach. Um, she has been, she she ran for a while. She ran in college and I'm pretty sure she ran semi-professionally as well. Um, and she was just, she was a good coach too. So she knew how to, she knew what to do and how to tell you to do it and how to, get you to do it the right way. Um, and she was she was really my first big big person to look up to.
0: Very strange uh, track and field career for you because your junior year, which is oftentimes a, a place where you can first start to get on the radar in terms of colleges, giving you interest, Was canceled and it was a big time bummer for all the seniors around the state. Still a bummer for you as a junior that year too. But you do get a chance to come back around this spring and and actually have a real season, a real competitive uh, playing field. But just take us through that because it must have been very frustrating to not get to compete last spring, but also probably uh, pretty satisfying to get your track season back here these last couple months.
2: Yeah, um, it was definitely put a damper on the whole uh, track career, high school career, Um, but I worked with, I trained outside of Big Sky, I worked with Paul Renault in the summer, that really helped me a lot, Um, and then also just having my other sports really kept me in shape for it. Um, My senior season didn't exactly go the way that I had hoped, but we, we still got it, so that's all I can ask for.
0: Yeah, no, no, no question. Chris Damon joining us, part of our senior spotlight. She's a recent graduate of Missoula Big Sky High School. It's Nuanas now, 102.9 ESPN Missoula. How about playing three sports? I feel like it used to be a lot more commonplace around Montana. I still feel like it's more commonplace in Montana than a lot of other places in the country. But how do you think that each of your three sports, soccer, basketball, and track and field, sort of helped the other ones as you were developing as an athlete?
2: Yeah, um... I feel like playing the three sports really kept me in shape throughout the year. Um, Being in like soccer shape definitely isn't the same as being in basketball shape. Totally. But it's still, it's better than just sitting around for a whole three-ish months. I feel like soccer... Really helped me with track, though, as well, because being a goalie, you really have to be explosive and reactive, mm-hmm. and that really helped me with my um, my um, being able to get out of the blocks quick and being really explosive in my jumps and in my hurdles and all that. So, yeah.
0: Grace us. Dem- senior Spotlight, presented by McElmarie Holmes and Palmer's Drug. You're wearing your Grizz shirt, uh, which is very good. I uh, got an opportunity to sign with the University of Montana a little earlier this year. So, what, what did you like about the opportunity with the Grizz, especially the track program?
2: Um, I really liked being able to um, kind of stay closer to home, which was really nice. Um, some of my former teammates from Big Sky compete at the Grizz, so it would be it was really cool to be able to compete with them again. Um and the coaching staff is really they're they're really nice. They're really good.
0: The so. Bizzoula Big CI uh, girls track and field program specifically that's probably been the the most consistent producer of college-level talent from Big Sky uh, forever. I mean, even all the way dating back to my years there, but obviously led by Lindsay Hall when she had her outstanding career at Big Sky and then was a record setter at Montana as well. But there's been great female athletes, particularly on the track, that have come out of Big Sky. Why do you think that is, though? What do you think about Big Sky track gets you ready for the next level?
2: Um, I think it's really nice that they have a... Um They've had a consistent coaching staff for for sure many many years, um, and it's really nice to have that consistency and have that um, f- like secured feeling. Um, and they, I feel like they really get you ready because they don't sugarcoat anything for you. They tell you how it is, and they they show you how to fix it, and then it's. It's just really good.
0: Athletically, academically, socially, all of the above, what has you most excited about college next year?
2: Um, academically, it's pretty exciting and nerve-wracking to just go into that like next level of school. What do you
0: think about going to school for?
2: Um, I'm thinking about going for integrated physiology wow, and okay. a minor in psych.
0: Wow. Yeah. Very good. So do you want to be some sort of athletic trainer or coach or something like that?
2: I'm thinking... Um, like sports psychology, performance Ooh, psychology. Very
0: good. That's become a big industry these yeah. days. Very mm-hmm. cool. So what, what what most about that element interests you?
2: Um, I think it's just like, I've always wanted to um, move into like the performance sports side of things, but taking a few classes at Big Sky, the mental part of it has also intrigued me. Mm-hmm. So I feel like just why not put those together?
0: What do you think about the prospect of going to school in your hometown? Because it's definitely an interesting experience. Yeah. Especially for Big Sky kids. Because I feel like most of the time, Big Sky kids don't live in like the downtown university area. Mm-hmm. So you are going a little bit of ways from home, even if you're in the same town, right? Yeah.
2: Um, it'll be different. I've had a lot of people tell me that college life is different than what you've been doing. And that's definitely going to be true. So it'll it'll be interesting. It'll be different
0: definitely well grace we're very proud of you around here i know missoula is proud of you as well state of montana as well grace denman joining us as part of our senior spotlight she is headed to the university of montana next year to run track and field she's a recent graduate of missoula big sky thanks so much for swinging by appreciate it thank you for having me Grace Denman, Senior Spotlight. We will continue to do these. I think I'm going to do a couple a week because uh, there's just so many outstanding seniors from around Western Montana and just around the state of Montana in general. So I appreciate all these great athletes for making time for us here at Nuwana's Now. We're up against this, so we got to get out. But uh, former Bobcat basketball player is now running one of the premier organizations at the entire National Basketball Association. We'll tell you more about it right here on Nuwana's Now right after this.
1: Back to more, hey! one is now on one oh two point nine ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana television.
0: I gotta tell you, Colter. Yeah, buddy. If we worked at a place of employment, that makes sense. We had, if we worked at a place where you had yeah. to clock in at a certain time, yeah. I would be fired. Well, right. It takes me an hour to get to work, dude. One <laughs> straight hour. It's unbelievable. And a year off
1: my life, my blood pressure is through the roof.
0: One of my good buddies who's actually going to swing by the studio to say hi, check it out. He's not going to come on the show. He actually probably could hang on the show. We've been best friends since we were kids, and he's really good on uh, talking sports. Regardless, uh, he and his wife own uh, some businesses, and they're opening up a couple more in Dallas. They were asking me last night, I said, what do you you think about Dallas? I'm like, dude, I hate it. And they're like, why? It doesn't seem like that. And I was like, it's not. Except for that everybody drives a loud truck, and the traffic is horrific, and it's 100 degrees all the time. That is the the three-peat for my nightmare. I need it to be cold. Uh, seven minutes between start to finish of my drive. And uh, that's all. That's you it. That's so all. You are so prissy, man. The heat's kind of sweet. I like the heat. Well, so I love the extremes for sure. I think that living in Montana and the extremes of that is what makes it great. Like my brother said in the first segment, Brooks Nuana's. which if you missed it, was great. We talked all things, United States Olympic track and field trials and uh, NBA with Brooks Nuana's. But like he said, the extreme nature of... The weather in Montana mirrors the personalities of Montana. I thought that was a great line. Ooh, that is a good line. And all you people that are coming from out of state, if you're listening to my show, thank you. I love it. We're going to inform you on all the things that really matter in Montana, sports. <laughs> but get with it. Do not be not with that exact narrative. You better have an extreme personality. To go with the extreme nature of the sport. It's Nuanas now, 102.9 ESPN Montana, as well as SWX Montana Television had Brooks Nuñez on to lead the show. Well, I appreciate him. Grace Denman also, a uh, great interview for us, uh, for our senior spotlight, an outstanding senior from Missoula Big Sky, three-sport athlete, who's going to the University of Montana to run track. So congratulations to her, and thanks so much to her for swinging by. We got some news about a uh, a Bobcat great who's now in a pretty big power position, but we're going to save that for the second hour. We're going to appease the good man in the back and uh, keep us at least sort of on track So we'll be back. Nico Harrison, the new general manager of the Dallas Mavericks. Brent Musburger. Travis Lule, the Montana Football Hall of Fame. The United States Olympic Track and Field Trials. And maybe, because we're already behind, but maybe a replay of last week's ESPN Roundtable. Either way, keep it right here on ESPN Missoula. It's 102.9 FM as well as SWX Montana Television.